Okay. So, um, as you probably noticed, there's something different about this evening's evening service. So, we're also going to do everything completely differently. So, you know, we usually have a time of praise and worship around about this time. And then we listen to someone speak at us. Um, and then we kind of round off in prayer. Well, this evening we're going to change that around. We're actually going to have a time now of devotion, of listening to the word. Um, and then we'll have a time of praise and worship. And then we're going to round off things with a time of prayer. Doing lots of praying this week. I don't know if you noticed, um, but it's, it's very important that we do spend time in prayer when we engage with ministry and the kind of things that you guys are going to be doing in this coming week. So that's what we're going to be doing. Um, and we're actually going to be continuing kind of like another chapter. After Craig's sermon this morning, I was thinking about what Craig was saying and just the value of the parables and the way in which Jesus describes aspects of the kingdom. So we're going to listen or at least um, focus this evening, meditate on one of Jesus' parables. Um, and it's, it's actually one of my favorites because it relates to fishing, um, as Craig alluded to this morning. Um, so um, as we know, Kirk explained that the word basileia describes something related to royal power or kingship or dominion or rule. So it relates in some way to the right or the authority to rule over a kingdom. That's what this term basileia means. And this evening I want us to take a very brief look, as I said, at one of the parables of Jesus where Jesus describes what the kingdom is like. Now, there are in the Gospels, there are these eight parables where Jesus uses um, these different parables to describe what the kingdom is like. And most of them um, can be found in Matthew chapter 13. But in all of them, Jesus starts out by saying, the kingdom of heaven is like. He's describing there what this Basileia is like um, as he tries to help people to understand what this new kingdom is like. He speaks about the parable of the sower, the parable of the wheat and the weeds or tears, the parable of the mustard seed, the parable of the leaven or, or yeast, as it's also called, parable of the great pearl, uh, the pearl of great value at least, the parable of drawing in the net, the parable of the householder with old and new treasures. And all of these parables that Jesus uses, he kind of describes a different way of seeing the kingdom, a different perspective. And the parable that we're going to look at very briefly, it's a parable that just has three little verses, is actually one that also introduces the doctrine or the teaching or the understanding of judgment. Um, and it's the parable of the net. Now, we all know that in the times that we are living in today, this idea of judgment is something that's become a big issue. Um, nobody wants to be judged or to be told that their actions are wrong, even if their actions are deemed to be going against um, the way that the Bible describes things for us to be. And there's this rise today of this thing called universalism, which is just a word that, that describes 
this idea that everybody's going to go to heaven, no matter what or how you lived, and everybody is going to be in a right standing. We are all going to be saved, no matter what you believe or how you live. But in this parable that we're going to be looking at now, Jesus seems to describe it in a different way to the way the world understands how things are going to culminate. And so our text also comes from Matthew chapter 13. I'm going to try to be about 10 to 15 minutes. Um, And what I want to do is I actually want to play a clip. And this clip was um, filmed here in Musenberg um, on the beach. And it's a clip of men actually doing trekneck fishing. And it's the kind of fishing that Jesus is talking about in this parable. And while the clip is playing, I'm going to read the scripture. I'm going to read the parable that comes from Matthew chapter 13, verses 47 to 50. The parable of the net. Matthew chapter 13, verses 47 to 50. Once again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was let down into the sea and caught all kinds of fish. When it was full, the fishermen pulled it up onto the shore. Then they sat down and collected the good fish in baskets, but threw the bad fish away. This is how it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come and separate the wicked from the righteous and throw them into the blazing furnace where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. It's a very short parable, three verses, loads of doctrines and stuff packed into it. I'm just going to kind of skate over some of the things that jump out at me as we read through this. So the parable kind of has two actions in it. It is the putting out of the net, the drawing back of the net, and then it is followed by the sorting of the fish that happens on the beach. Now the first thing that stands out to me about it is the fact that the net is designed for everyone. The kingdom is for everybody for all of them. Because you see, the imagery that Jesus uses here by using this net to describe what the kingdom is like is actually quite important because the design of the net and the way that it is used ensured that all of the fish that were swimming in the path of the net, as we saw in the clip there, they would be caught without a doubt. Um, And God's net reaches those Even those who have swum or floated to the top of the net, these nets have floats on the top and weights on the bottom to keep the net open. And it catches the fish that are right at the top, trying to perhaps even jump over the net. But it also catches those who are right at the bottom, rock bottom. No one in the way that Jesus describes 
what the kingdom of heaven is like here. No one is outside of the reach of God's net. He speaks about it in Isaiah chapter 59 where he says, Surely the arm of the Lord is not too short to save, nor is his ear too dull to hear. He speaks about it in Romans chapter 1 as well, verse 16. He says, For I am not of the, this is Paul's words, For I am not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes. First to the Jew, then to the Gentile. And God's net in the way that Jesus describes what the kingdom is like here is one of love and one of kindness that is able to draw everyone in. Whether you have swum to the top or if you find yourself sunk at rock bottom, God's net can find you. In the same way that this net was cast into the sea, drawing many different kinds of fish, the gospel message is also spread out or cast out into the world, and it draws all different kinds of people in. And just as the net gathers all these different kinds of fish, regardless of their value, regardless of their duty in the water, regardless of the looks of the fish, regardless of how the fish tastes, so the gospel also attracts all people who neither repent even nor desire to follow Christ, the net is able to draw them. And you know, for you guys, this coming week, in the days that follow, and beyond that, for the rest of us here in our daily lives, you are going to encounter people who fall into some of those categories. People in this coming week, for you guys, the children might be coming for many different reasons, but Jesus may not be one of them. And they may come for many reasons, but Jesus may not be one of them. They may come simply to have a good time. They may come because their friends invited them. They may come because our advertising campaign is that good. People are going to be coming for many different reasons this week. And for many of those people, the reason might not be to encounter Jesus. And we need to be aware of that fact. You know, but Jesus is using this holiday club. He's using you guys this week to draw people unto himself in the same way that he uses that net. And this holiday club, to me, is very much like that net that is put out to draw young people in. And I want to encourage you guys in this coming week, in all of the busyness, in all of the noise and the running around and the cleaning up and the very early mornings <laughs> and the late, late evenings that you're going to have, try and listen for God's voice. Try and hear what he is saying to you about the people who are with you working the net. I also want you to notice in the on that clip there, that um, the net is something that cannot be operated by one person alone. There is absolutely no way that one person can operate the net. There are some guys who need to take the net out with the boat, so they draw the one end of the net, 
when they get to the point where they notice where the shoal has the shoal of fish has turned, they turn the boat around and they bring it back. And so you have one group of men on the one end who hold the one end of the net and another group on the other end who hold the other end of the net. And together they will, as a team, have to work together to draw this net onto the shore. Holiday club is not something that you can do alone. We cannot. In fact, it is a principle of the kingdom that we work together as a community. We are able to achieve so much more when we work together. And that's one of the things that stand out to me in the parable of the net. There are different kinds of fishing that Jesus talks about throughout the gospel. But when he speaks about the kingdom here, and it describes what the kingdom is like, is one of the things that stands out to me. Now there's another slide that's coming up after that. Next one. Now when the time is right, the net is pulled onto the shore so that the sorting can start. And there are four little pictures there that I took um, on the beach after they brought the net in. And you can see there the fishermen are busy sorting the fish. And what they are doing is as the, f as the net comes up, they open up the net. You have so many different kinds of fish. I don't know if you can see in the bottom, bottom left there, they're actually pulling out a bronze whale, a shark. And there are, there are sharks, there are stingrays, there are lots of different kinds of, of little fish that come out onto the shore in the net. Because the net, as I said earlier, draws all kinds of fish. And as, busy, as they are busy sorting, the good are kept and the bad, like the sharks, the stingrays, the barbels, the ones that you cannot eat, those are the ones that they will return back to the sea. You see some of those are scavengers. Some fish are scavengers. They are bottom feeders. You notice them, they don't usually have scales. Others are fish that are mid feeders. They, they, will, s they will be swimming in the in the middle section of the water, and then you get those who are top feeders, the ones who, who are on the top. All of those different kinds of fish will appear in the net as soon it is, as it is brought up onto the shore. Now, one thing that stands out to me about this parable is that the net cannot be sorted out while it's out there in the sea. And this is, a, this is the part where the parable gets to this point of judgment. The fish are still moving around while they are out there and they're busy dragging this net back onto the beach. Fish are lying on top of one another, all in different angles, and you're struggling to get them out of the water. So you have all of these kinds of fish in the net, packed in the net at the back there in the water, and you're struggling to get them sorted. It's not possible for you to be able to sort the fish while they are still out there in the water. And so just as the fish could not be sorted until the net is pulled up onto the shore, so also false believers pretend to be true Christians. Those false believers who, who pretend to be true Christians will not be made known until the end of the age. The kind of language that Jesus uses until judgment day, until right at the end. And so we all have to wait for that judgment day, as it were. And this is why today we can't judge one another. 
because we are all still swimming around in the net that is slowly being drawn onto the shore completely where we will all be sorted, as it were. And this is a parable that has a lot of similarities with many of the other parables that Jesus teaches when he describes for us what the kingdom of heaven is like. There's the one about the wheat and the tears where he says we need to allow the wheat and this weed that we call tears that looks exactly like wheat, we actually need to allow them to grow together. And it is only at harvest time where you can actually sort them. Same thing with the parable of the net and the fish that gets drawn out. It is only when believers get separated when Jesus will be there. It is when he comes and he is the one who will do the sorting. In the same way that with the wheat and the weeds, they will be sorting. Now I want to conclude with this. You know, our theme for for this holiday Bible club is the quest for Basileia. But on the day of judgment, and we are all going to stand before the Lord on that day, whether we believe it or not, whether we like it or not, the day when all of us stand in front of Jesus, it will be Jesus himself who will be on the quest for Basileia. It will be Jesus himself who will be looking to see if the kingdom is in you or if the kingdom is in me. And I want to encourage you guys this evening, perhaps there's someone here this evening who cannot who cannot confirm, who cannot confess that you have come to a point yet where you have accepted Christ. Or, he or, or that the kingdom of heaven is in you. Perhaps there's someone here this evening that can say that about yourself. Perhaps you want to be honest with yourself, even as we enter into this week, as we speak about deep, deep issues, that you could confess this evening, you know what? On that day when I stand in front of him and he sorts the sheep from the goats, the good fruit from the bad, the wheat from the weeds, I might actually be able to say before the Lord.